Good afternoon. This is Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded, Embedded Computing Design franchise, where we talk about stuff that's interesting to an embedded developer. And that could be anything from industrial to automotive to consumer to healthcare to security and everything in between. I am here for this week's Embedded Executive Podcast, and this week my guest is Ellen Baim, and she is the Senior Director of IoT Product Management for KeyFactor. Good afternoon, Ellen. How are you? Hey, great. Good afternoon. How are you doing? Um, doing very well myself. Thank you very much. So you are the Director of IoT Product Management, which means I can ask you anything that has to do with IoT, right? Anything. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, I am recording, and you just said anything. So I'm going to ask you the most difficult thing um, I can ask somebody. I want you to make some predictions. Um, we are nearly Q4 of 2020, so let's talk about 2021, because I'm sure that in your role you're already planning products to roll out next year. Give me some predictions for IoT for next year. What's going to happen? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I think the IoT space is, is so interesting to watch because you hear these big numbers, you know, there you know, so many billions of connected endpoints and, and I think the number that I've recently seen for next year is something around like twenty five to twenty seven billion network devices in twenty twenty one, which is like mind blowing to think but it's any it's anything from like my connected you know, um, uh, crackpot thing to like a vehicle or something, you know, in the industrial space. So each of those, you know, things that are connected um, have to do with, you know, trying to improve your quality of life for someone, like if it's a connected uh, patient medical device, right? Or if it's in a factory and, and, you know, having this connected piece of equipment can make us be more efficient in how we operate. And so there's, there's a lot of discussions around how set, making these devices connect so that they can do these extra functions is going to be great and it's going to have all these benefits for us. So I think it's interesting to start to see how that's like actually starting to evolve and, and become real as we go year, you know, year over year. So based on what you said, I'm going to make a prediction that we are going to see a ridiculous number of hacks and security breaches. Uh, you're talking about connected, you said connected crockpots. I'm sure that's tongue-in-cheek. Well, maybe not. But, no, uh, I have one. I actually do have one. It's great. <laughs> Turn it off from the office. <laughs> Although I'm not in the office anymore, so it's, it's like I have to walk downstairs and push a button. It's like back to Well, you will get back to the office. I promise you that. <laughs> um, but, I mean, if, if I'm a hacker, this is, this is paradise for me because we, we know a lot of these developers are not doing their due diligence when it comes to security. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. And that is... That is a, a scary thing, um, and I think a lot of it is that, you know, we as product developers know that security is important, right? And, and we know that you should put a unique identity on a device and that it should be ideally a certificate-based uh, authentication that we can put, build into our, our embedded thing so that it can only talk to other devices, endpoint servers, applications that, are, that it's authenticated or allowed to talk to. And if you do that with some underlying technology around certificate-based, you know, um, TLS connections, right, that is a really strong way to establish trust and a secure channel for that communication. 
But why are we seeing so many developers are not putting adequate security out there? Yeah, I, I think again, it's it's not that we don't know what to do. It's I think things are have evolved quickly, and we've kind of built in the you know a technology that we that we thought was maybe sufficient uh, or that was good for like a certain product line, right? But as these when we just talked about more and more devices, it becomes an issue of scale. And so, how can you ensure that? You know, every device that's coming off the line and then for, it, for the 15 or 20 years that that thing lives in the world, that it's going to be able to, to be secured. And that's the, the important part is like how do we think about the whole life cycle of the device and not just putting a key, a certificate on it when we're in the factory. And so, so a, lot of, a lot of times I'm, I'm talking about like, well, what, what's the ideal overall security uh, life cycle? And so do you want to... to you know, embed something into your device such that you, you are refreshing it every you know, two years or every 18 months or, or on some regular schedule that will make you kind of build in that, okay, I'm going to upgrade this. I'm going to make sure it's up to date. It's going to have the strongest crypto out there. And that's something that I think it's really important for us to think about. You just raised something really important and is really simple to do, and I've never heard anybody say it, this thing about putting in, I, I don't think reminder is the right word, but putting in a reminder mm -hmm. every two or three years that, uh, hey, it's time to make sure that this thing has the required security. Why don't we hear more talk about that? You know, I think there's a couple things. So when it comes to certificates, they're, they're used in, in the web, right? They've been used for years and years, like to secure mm -hmm. online banking and stuff like that, right? And it, in, in those cases, in those, those um, you know, always kind of connected applications and servers, it's easy to maybe refresh a certificate or put a, you know, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to do this every couple years. Or even in some uh, applications, like I think new, new iPhone uh, apps are, are going to be required to have a certificate that is, you know, no longer than, than one year for that, for that point that, that things can change and, and kind of hackers can get more sophisticated and stuff like that. Now, when it comes to IoT, right, you, you, you have a device that maybe you sell. Let's say it's a, some asset that goes onto a, into a power plant, into a facility that's kind of remote, and it, it's going to be there for like 25 years. You, you're not going to be able to access it. So you think, I'll just put a cert on it, but I'm going to tell that cert not to expire for 20 years. One, because Nobody really should be getting into it, but also it's kind of remote and hard to get to. So I think part of it has kind of been that, that IoT can have intermittent connectivity, so we've got to think about how to handle that. And then two, it, just, it really hasn't been yet a, a best practice to, to implement this recurring you know, updates and, and checks, I think, from a security standpoint in the IoT, but it is going to start to become more prevalent in, in certain industries where we're seeing this. Uh, so, such as medical, you know, with the FDA saying you have to have a more regular way to update um, industrial and any critical infrastructure, we're, we're seeing that. So I think it's, it's going to start to become more and more in the conversations that we have and that we're going to have to make sure that we can establish this right at the beginning and then be able to connect to our device and, and kind of and update it so that we are, as we're sending those, these firmware updates, that it, we're not installing code that came from somebody else. Okay, that it's code that was developed by our company, signed by our firmware engineers, and it is, it you know, our, we're we should be updating that and, and running our, our our devices with uh, trusted uh, software. 
Very interesting, very interesting. We're just about out of time, but I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you, what is the key factor contribution here? Yeah, so key factor is we are a public key infrastructure uh, company who offers services around you know, designing, developing PKI, managing certificates for both the enterprise, so kind of how you run your, your organization around um, you know, issuing certificates to, to endpoints and, and other identities, applications, servers, and users, right? But then there's also this IoT piece. So we, again, promote the use of certificate-based authentication and public key infrastructure as the underlying framework for IoT security. And we, we leverage a lot of the expertise that we have around the PKI and then overall lifecycle automation of those identities. That's really what we do and, and help our customers with. That is very cool stuff. Thank you, Alan. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, it was great chatting with you. Thank you. That was Ellen Baim. She is the Senior Director for IoT Product Management at Key Factor, and I'm Rich Nass with Open Systems Media. You have a great day, Ellen. Thanks. You too, Rich. Take care.